Greetings, Minecrafters, and welcome to another Minecraft discussion. My name is Kimberly Quinn, and I am thrilled on this blustery day in December as we head into the new year to talk about, you know, just having a, a conversation, I, I guess, about thinking and separating out our, our what we want from what we need. You know, we've got a real disease of wanting in this country, just which, of course, during the holidays which are partially over, right? But now everybody's in the midst of the after Christmas sales. And um, to really separate out what we, what we want from what we need, this is very, very important for our mental health and well-being. So, uh, you know, I've been on a Sarabon Breadneck jag lately, and uh, I still am because she, she just has a lot going on here with needs versus wants, wants versus needs. And she typically starts out with a quote. So this one's from Hannah Senish. And Hannah says, in my life's chain of events, nothing was accidental. Oh, of course. Everything happened according to an inner need. So first we need to be clear right out of the gate, right? There are no such things as accidents and no such things as coincidences. You know, we are, we are not, um, you know, human beings having a spiritual experience, as I say, we are spiritual beings having a human experience. And, you know, one of my, uh, great, one of my greatest thinkers that I have in my life is Wayne Dyer. He talks about that a lot. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. And I also talk about my friend Tom a lot, who's the synchronicity guy. And I was, and interestingly, wow, speaking of synchronicity, can't make this stuff up. Um, I, I was just having a chat with our youngest daughter about 20 minutes ago talking about this and how, you know, listening for the, you know, watching for the, the green lights and also watching for the red lights and, you know, everything, everything happening and unfolding accordingly, you know, it, it, it unfolds the way it's supposed to unfold. Now, when Hannah talks about this, everything happened according to an inner need, of course, because again, we are walking balls of energies. So we're putting it out there all day long, what is going on with our inner being all day long, we are putting out energy and the universe, God, higher, higher power, source, capital S, whatever you want to say is responding to what we are putting out there all day, every day. So Sarah starts out here. She says, do you have everything you need right now? I want to kind of pause right there because I think it's really important to think about that. And think about, you know, basic needs, especially. I think of Maslow, my one of my two favorite psychologists, the other one being Viktor Frankl. Maslow's hierarchy of needs has been so popular for so long because it's so true, right? On the bottom, um, we have the need for, uh, you know, food, water, and all that. And the second one, it comes to safety, which is shelter. Shelter would also be on the first tier. And it just climbs up to esteem needs. Um, love needs, and then self-actual, self-actualization, and then self-transcendence, right? So without food and water, we're not too concerned about going out with the girls on Friday. Without being able to pay rent or mortgage, we're not too concerned about, you know, planning that, you know, picnic or golf outing. You know, it, it's just how it works. And so needs are needs. Needs are things that we are, at the very least, uncomfortable without. We might be debilitated without them, right? Food and water. But at the very least, we are uncomfortable when our needs are not met. So it's very important to ask yourself, do I have everything I need right now? Food, water, safety, security, right? And then keep, you know, a sense of belonging. That's also part of it. 
you know, and then as we move up the hierarchy of needs, you know, past the, um, the you know, the esteem and, and the need for belonging because we're a human being, no matter how introverted you might be, we all need people. We all need each other. We are interconnected and that's how it is. Then we climb higher to self-actualization, you know, fall. That's, that's, that's living the best life right there. Living your very best life, living your dreams, your inner being is riding up on this high flying Frisbee. You know, you're living a life that's driven by passion, fueled by passion, that sort of thing. Then, of course, the the need after that one, eventually, as we climb up, uh, is is the so is transcendence, and that's when we follow that passion, follow that passion, and for for um, a greater good, you know, something that's that's larger than ourselves. So, of course, we can think of Mother Teresa, Martin Luther King, you know, Gandhi. Although uh, it's not only these, you know, sort of well, you know, famous people have done these amazing things. We can all, we all, and we do, we do things every day. I think of, you know, the, the firefighters, brave, just most courageous firefighters and policemen who ran into the trade centers knowing they weren't coming out kind of thing. And and then there's just daily, there are daily people um, that we will never know that they're, you know, I think if you go, if you want to think really big, think of the Holocaust when you know, people hid Jewish people, you know, at a huge risk to themselves. We'll never know who those heroes were mostly, right? So there's there's that bigger than us thing. And that can be, doesn't have to be on such a huge level. It can be, you know, um, any any kind of, uh, you know, um, I say mission does not mean Peace Corps necessarily, but just, you know, our calling on this earth. I don't care if you work at a bank, we can still be, um, versus Peace Corps kind of thing. We can still rise above to do something that's bigger than ourselves. And then Sarah says, what about your wants? Wants are different, right? Needs first, because again, when we don't have our needs met, we're not real focused on that new sweater. You know, it just, it, it, it just isn't. Unless it's, unless it's a, an issue of warmth, which is gets back to basic needs. But we're not interested in all the bling bling. We can't think about that vacation when, you know, we're three months behind in our rent kind of thing and they're ready to kick us out. That's what we're getting at. Then she says, few of us have everything we want. And at times our wants can seem positively all consuming. Our sensibilities become confused and overstimulated by a mass media that glorifies beautiful people and expensive objects. Wow. I mean, and especially now, you know, we're in the holidays, just got past uh, Christmas and Hanukkah ended the 26th, right? Uh, so very close together. And now we're swimming in after Christmas, everything, all the advertisements, all the traffic, all the blah, 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 blah. People, you know, you know, clogging up cu- customer service with returns. And, and then there's all the re-gifting and all that sort of thing. So it's still, it's still going on. And then um, she says, it's easy to lose clarity it's easy to lose clarity. I love how she says, I'm a big clarity fan, about what it is we need to live authentically. What do we need to live authentically? So we talked about satisfying the body, basically, with the food, water, shelter, all that stuff. And then the as you climb up on Maslow's hierarchy, right? There's the esteem needs, need for love and belonging and self-actualization. So to live authentically, we need to, we've talked about this a lot. Listen to the whispers. That's what Oprah says. Listen to the whispers. And my friend Tom with the green lights, because those green lights, it's when we are sort of 
speaking to God or for, for you, it's the universe or higher power, whatever, those whispers, those green lights that we're seeing is God or the universe talking back. So it's kind of like we're putting it out there and there's not much of a point of doing that if we're not receptive to the answers. And our young, my youngest daughter and I were just talking about like right before this podcast, she's headed out to Denver, 22 years old, just graduated from St. Lawrence, and she's headed out to Denver to work for a law firm. And it's amazing. And we're just so proud of her. And that said, the, the example, though, is that it one thing after the other just fell into place. So it, it's so meant to be. It has meant to be all over it. The phone call went smoothly. Then the interview. Then the second interview. Everybody, it all just, just was so smooth. No speed bumps. No rescheduling. Nothing happened. The apartment she just found just landed is in place. She, and has a, she has a nice roommate who they've got a lot in common. It's like one thing after the other, just green light, green light, green light. And it's so important to pay attention to those. Those are those are our, are our authentic needs being met because she is currently being, you know, the, her, her path is just being lit up right before her with like neon signs saying, go this way, go this way, go this way, go this way. And so it's very important for us to pay attention to these and also, interestingly, this is part of the reason we were talking about this, because it's a very blustery day. It's dangerous. It, there's a the governor just called it a winter storm. I forget if we're at an emergency yet, but it's it's bad, and and she never misses a day of work, and she lives farther out than most people. Um, very rough roads, and one thing after the other was shutting down her being able to go to work today. So the, so just one thing after the next, the, they just closed the credit union. For I just got a many messages said that they don't close banks. So I said, I said, Delaney, this is a sign to her dad's called 95 times saying how bad the roads are. We have a tree down right outside of our driveway. They have to go all the way around it because there's no going through the tree. So red light, red light, red light. So she, she and I were just talking about this right before this podcast. This is all in the same. Literally, that conversation was the red lights with with calling in, which she never does to work today because it isn't safe. Followed by she's headed out to Denver in a week and a half. And it's been just so so smooth with all of it and this is what we're talking about the authentic path the universe god source however you want to say is speaking to us and when our it's letting us know that our our authentic me needs will always always be met we just need to listen and then follow the little clues like Hansel and Gretel follow popcorn signals down the path and then we'll be off and running. And then uh, Sarah says, okay, we talked about the, I'm going to read feeds this. I kind of cut myself off there. It's easy to lose clarity about what it is we need to live authentically. That's when we get lost, right? We get off track, you know, pursuing things that are not in our best interest. And then she says, most of us are hungering for something more in our lives. Man, is that the truth? Most of us are hungering more for something in our lives. But do you really think the answer can be found in a glossy magazine or on the movie screen? And remember, too, we're paying attention to, you know, our inner being knows what's up because our inner being is, you know, connected divinely to everybody else on this planet, those before us, those after us, the whole thing, right? So our inner needs are are our authentic needs. All too often, when we're on autopilot, which is the biggest thief of life minutes that there could possibly be, we allow our, our needs to be on the outside of us, which therefore gives other people control, right? 
That is not what we want. You know, whatever it is, we don't want our needs being met by other people, which means our, our happiness and joy are dependent upon other people. We need to make sure we get jumped back into our own frame, back into our own frame. And listen to those whispers that only we can hear, that only we can hear to follow exactly what it is that we are meant to be doing. And that's all the way through with jobs, with relationships, with, with travel, with moving, with uh, dinner choice, with being at the right place, the right place at the right time. Whatever we need to, we need to listen to the inner voice so that we can make, we can, we can actually get our own authentic needs met. So then she says, make peace with the knowledge that you can't have everything you want. Why? Because it's more important for us to get everything we need. Like infants, we feel contentment when our essential needs are met. I'm just going to jump in here is because I do believe we can have everything we want as long as, as long as it's authentic. That's the key. And we're talking about, you know, soul hole filling, which I did another episode on, which is just coming from a place of shame and deprivation. We're filling it up with alcohol and shopping and um, unhealthy sex and, you know, filling it up like, like a, it's kind of like trying to water flowers with a watering can with a hole in it. That I would agree with Sarah is true. We can't fill ourselves up in that way. However, when it's, you know, pure, authentic, pure authenticity and that, that, you know, that our heart's desire is authentic in that sense, we can absolutely have the world by the ass and everything that we want and need. Be courageous. She says, Oh, wait, I missed one. Like, oh no, I didn't. Sorry. Be courageous. Ask yourself, what is it that I truly need to make me happy? What is it that I truly need to make me happy? The deepest personal answers to this vital question will be different for each of us. Trust the loving wisdom of your heart. It is only after acknowledging our inner needs that we can harness the creative energy necessary to manifest them in our lives so she and i are saying the same thing it's just rhetorically it's just a little different so we're not filling it up with you know we're not filling ourselves up with you know uh mountain bikes and a bottle of gray goose we're getting filled up authentically by chasing chasing our passion so and then we we can manifest any of that any of our authentic heart's desires that that we have any of it all of it and then she says it is inevitable when one has a great need of something, one finds it. Gertrude Stein reminds us, what you what you need, you attract like a lover. That's where we're going to wind up right there. What you need, you attract like a lover. Because the universe, God, source, whatever, will absolutely fill that need for you. This is Kimberly Quinn signing off from the beautiful, blustery northern Vermont. Have a mindful day.